Does it feel like the only way to sell is to do weird, sometimes creepy things that kind of put people off? Yeah, I've been there, which is exactly why I created Stay Close to the Money, a free resource that offers you 37 stupid easy ways to grow your revenue without being salesy, sleazy, or questionably moral. This free guide is available on my website and in the links in the show notes. So make sure you go download it so that you can start making more money today. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Strategy Snacks. I am joined today by Sophia Para. Did I say that right? You sure did. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> um, I am so excited to have you here to share about your experience running your business, growing your business, helping people grow their businesses. Um, and I can't wait to hear all about it. But to kick off, will you just introduce yourself to our listeners? Yes. So hi, I'm so excited to be here. Um, my name is Sophia Papara, as you so beautifully pronounced. <laughs> um, who am I? What do I do? Gosh, I'm a social media strategist, but I, I don't, I call myself like not your average social media strategist. I'm very relationship first, high touch strategy, um, I'm all about relationship systems and like busting the content is king myth because I actually like don't believe content is king. I think relationship is king. I think your content doesn't work if you don't have relationship systems in place. So kind of a little bit of an oddball in that sense when you can look at the other social media people out there. Um, yeah, I, you know, I have a membership called the go-to coach club and I like, I, and I, that was born out of having an agency where I supported coaches uh, and consultants multiple six-figure and seven-figure coaches and consultants. Um, I did that for years. So I tested the crap out of that industry and, you know, put, you know, had the pleasure of working with people for years and really understanding what being consistent with certain things could lead to. Mm -hmm. Um, so I took all of that and I put it in this membership. Uh, I also shut down that agency like around COVID time. And, and so now I have the privilege of working with amazing members and teaching them how to implement an effective social media strategy. Oh my gosh. I love that. We love oddballs here at strategy snacks. <laughs> I'm like, I'm de I definitely categorize myself as an oddball. So welcome. Um, Thank you. Amazing. Well, to kick us off today, I would love to hear one of your like biggest business wins. Okay. So this is, this might not be what people would typically go to, but I think it it's tied to some very difficult few years that I had. I kind of, while I was running this agency, right. That I just mentioned, I was, it was burning me out. Like you could never believe. And I had these few years that literally like hard thing after hard thing, after hard thing happened. Right. My husband who was 32 years old at the time, he had a stroke. He lost his short-term memory um, he did, he was like, became a new person overnight. I actually thought the husband I knew had died in a lot of ways. And this new person was born and he was not, he was temperamental. He was kind of like aggressive, not physically, but just like would yell a lot and just was, but I mean, he was going through so much inside. Like, so I now understand it, but at the time, because it took a while to get a diagnosis, I was like, what the, he went to work one way and he came back, what happened? So he had a stroke. He lost his short-term memory, and that was really difficult for us. Now, while that was happening, both of my parents had cancer, and my dad, my mom ended up having, you know, something, I think she had stage two cancer, and she was able to remove it. My dad had something more serious, 
And his journey lasted several years and ended up um, around COVID time where, you know, he fought it. He did brilliantly. It miraculously disappeared for like five years, but eventually it came back around COVID time and there was nothing more that anyone could do. So I moved in with my dad and I took care of him. And I have to say, this was my biggest win. I, for years, had been putting my business before myself, been putting clients before myself, been putting everything before my joy. And I, you know, A, I felt so lucky to have a business that I could make the choice to be like, you know what? I'm not going to do it that way. This is my freaking business. You know what I'm saying? I feel lucky that I was in that position, A. B, I feel lucky that I actually did it though, because for so long, like I said, I wasn't able to do that, right? So I did a couple of things. I let go of a lot of clients, which ended up making me realize I wanted to shut down the agency altogether, which I did a year later. But I let go of a bunch of clients. I was with my dad. I moved in with him to take care of him, which was a necessity. But also I spent a lot of time with him. We had movie nights and ice cream Sundays and like we talked. It was just, we had fun while he was dying, which I know it sounds like so bananas to say, but it was like some of my happiest memories with my dad was actually in those three months. And so my biggest one is being, is giving myself the opportunity to actually have that time with him. Mm-hmm. And then also to, to really ask myself, okay, I don't have a lot of time right now. I really need to be clear on where I need to be paying attention in my business. Like what actually makes me money, (laughs) right? And so I actually, you know, started to think, okay, what brings me joy was, was what I was already doing. And then what actually makes an income so that I could get super strategic and specific on how I was showing up. At the time, I'm still a social media strategist, but at the time I was talking about crazy shit that I like that everyone else was talking about, right? So I gave like posting this and that, not really thinking about the numbers, but I changed my comp- my message completely. No one else agreed with me. I was out there talking about relationship and not content. Everyone was in my DMs being like, what are you doing? This is wrong. But I was like, no, this is what I believe. I have the data to show it and I'm not afraid to use my voice anymore. And I'm with my dad. So there was a whole period where there was just like a stream of wins that weren't necessarily like a lot of people are like, oh, I'm proud of my big launch. And that came later. But like, for me, it was really about finding my voice and being like, I'm not afraid to use this anymore. I have to say that was my biggest win. I love that. And I think one of the things that I talk about a lot with my clients and just with people who are kind of coming into my world is that there's something really amazing about being able to define success on your terms at different stages of life. And, you know, I mean, what you said about being able to spend that time with your dad, that's what success looked like for that period of time was actually being able to step away from the revenue and prioritize your family and that relationship. That's so important, right? Um, So I think that's so beautiful. And I think it's so important to celebrate consider moments like that, pivotal moments as wins and not just the big launch and all of those things. Um, All right. Well, on the flip side of that, (laughs) what is one of your biggest business lessons? Yeah. It's it's interesting to see how linked this is actually, Uh, even though it happened at totally different times, but it's like, it's interesting to note that this led to that. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. I, I think this comes down to my coaching, um, like the, the coaches that I was investing in. Mm. So I 
had worked with a coach, which PS, I still recommend. She's amazing. I worked with her for years. Like I would shout her name from the rooftops. I love her like as a person, I love her. So nothing against her at all. And I think she would agree with me in this if, if she were listening to this, but I had this coach for years to the point where what I realized I was doing was I could not make a decision without consulting her. Right. I was so all about what would she do versus what do I want to do? Right. Mm -hmm. And so there was a point when she, something was changing in her business and she actually told me, she was like, you know what? I don't think like, I think, you know, I mean, I can't remember how she worded, but it was like very, like, it made a lot of sense. Like, I think we should stop coaching together and just Mm -hmm. be friends because X, Y, and Z. I started crying. I mean, not in front of her, but I was like bawling. I'm like, what am I going to do? My business is going to fail. This is the end. And then there was like something like, I have like this realization kind of like close to when we were about to stop working together where I was like, whoa, I literally hear her voice every time I try to make a decision. It's always just like, what would she do? Like, I'm never, I'm not, I can't even hear myself anymore. Like, what do I even sound like? What do I want to do with this thing? And so I actually decided not to work with a coach for a whole year. And that was really a detox, right? It was really like, not because I didn't love this person again. It was just like, I needed to hear myself because I couldn't, right? So I stopped consulting with everyone else. And I started really being like, what do I want to do? What do I want to do? And for an entire year, that is all I did. I just came back to myself. I did whatever I had to do to start hearing myself again. And by the end of it, I had such a clear sense of who I was as a business owner, what I, where I was going with this business and what I wanted to do, both in content and both just in strategy. After that, I started hiring again coaches because like I said, I believe in coaches. I, I'm a coach, right? right? And I've, I credit so much of my success to the coaches I've worked with. But now that I know my voice, my coaching is more of a, it feels like a collaboration, not yeah. like a teacher-student situation. And it, that was a really painful lesson to learn because I swear to you, I thought I was going to fail for like nine whole months before I realized, wait a second, this is actually a really good thing that I just did. Right. <laughs> but that was uh, my biggest lesson. That's so interesting. And it's interesting because I was working, I still work with her, but I had a client who was boxing me anytime she had a question. And I, at a certain point in time, I had a conversation with her and I said, listen, I don't want you to ever believe that you can't make these decisions without my help. So here's what we're going to do. You can box me whenever you want, but I am going to never respond before 24 to 48 hours. So that if it's something that you have to figure out more urgently, Mm. you know that you can do it. And it was a really important shift because I do think that there can be a lot of codependency created in in these relationships, particularly if you are someone who hasn't always like been in like leadership roles and organizations or things like that. And so you're like, well, I'm good at what I do, but I'm not necessarily good at business stuff in quotes, you know? And so I think um, that's very cool of you and very brave of you. And being in that place where you can then let your voice shine through and like essentially cherry pick what you're learning is so much more empowered than just being like, I need to follow someone else's path. So I love that. Um, all right. Last question. Last but not least, would you share, what is your strategy snack that you want to share with our listeners today? Yeah, this was the hardest one for me to come up with because I have to say, like, I, I have so many, like, this is like, like I was just sharing with you. Like I'm such a quick 
you know, like digestible content type of person that I'm like, where, where do I even go with this? I am currently about to teach something called the get clients on social class. And so I'm having a lot of conversations with people about where they are. And like, I'm auditing a lot of feeds. I mean, I do this every time I do a class to really understand and put content together. That's going to really serve where people are today. And not like seven years ago when I guess more than 10 years ago now, where, when social media started. Um, so something that I'm seeing again and again, and again, year after year after year, I mean, I don't know how long I've been preaching this message and it feels sometimes like no one is hearing me (laughs) is that this is actually not a content app, right? This is a social app. If you are spending hours and hours and hours on a post and five minutes on engagement, replying to comments, you are literally doing it wrong right? The whole point on social media is to be social. I would rather you shift that energy. If you've got a few hours to spend on a post and let's just question that for a second, right? But like, if you have several hours to spend on a post, you should be putting those several hours into your engagement, your relationship building, your outreach and five minutes on that post, right? I'm not saying post crap content. I'm just saying post more intentional, strategic content, right? So I'm going to give you like a, like a mini set. I have so many relationship building systems. Like that's literally what the entire go-to coach club is about, but let me just give you like a really sh- a quick one. So you can see what this looks like. Cause a lot of people are like relationship systems. What the heck does that even mean? Right. Yeah. So simple, simple. When I get a new follower, right. And followers can come from all kinds of things, not viral reels necessarily. They can come from being a guest in a podcast. They can come from, you know, commenting on someone's post that, you know, like there's so many different, like easy places you can find followers that have nothing to do with your real going viral. So when I get a new, a new uh, client or sorry, a new follower, I send them something called like a welcome DM. And I do have a welcome DM strategy, like a very specific format for this welcome DM strategy, which is not my, my strategy snack today. However, I will (laughs) say the point of it is so that you can make your own. The point of it is to just to understand what their current roadblock is. Like if they could Mm -hmm. solve something in 30 days, what would it be? And I asked them this question so that I can either give them a resource to solve that right now. Hint, hint, it's always the lead magnet right? Or, or optionally B, if they say, oh, this is the thing. And I'm like, oh crap, I don't have, I don't have a lead magnet for that. Right. At this point, I do have something for everything at this point, but let's just (laughs) say I don't, this actually did happen like a year ago. Right. Someone said, oh, I'm really struggling with list building. And I was like, crap, I talk about list building all the time, but I don't have a freaking lead magnet for that. (laughs) I was like, oh, you know what? This is actually, her name is Sarah. I asked, asked her permission. I could share this for a previous post. So I know she's cool with me saying her name. And I was like, you know what? I don't have something for you right now, but let me put that on my list because like I create content, like let me put that on my list. And of course, there's a lot of people who have mentioned list building in the past, but I've been lazy. I didn't have something for them. So I have this list building idea. I'm going to create a post about list building and whenever I want to do it, right? And I'm approaching this with the the thought, my content has a job, right? It's not just like a post that sits there, it has a job and that job is to build a relationship. So I post this piece of content and all of the people who have said, I struggle with list building, who are all, I note them, right. Are getting tagged in that post being like, Hey, Sarah. So Sarah's the one who gave me that idea. Hey, Sarah, like, I, like you wanted help with list building here, five things, mistakes people make or whatever I wanted to do for with that post. Right. And I'm tagging her in it. And she's like, Oh my gosh, I, first of all, I can't even believe you remembered. 
like, thank you, like, thank you so much. This is so supportive, right? For the first time ever, probably she's engaging with someone on social media and they actually act like they heard her, right? Because that is so freaking rare on social media. It's so rare to feel like you have a back and forth relationship with anyone on social media. Just, it feels so one-sided constantly. So people are always shocked about this. So I tagged her in this, right? And then one month later, right? Again, we, we're still chatting just because I'm very consistent with my relationship. I have a free class, a webinar for a launch, right? And I launched, let's say every three months. That's not true. I don't know how long, but whatever. I launched <laughs> consistently enough where it's not like once every two years, right? Mm-hmm. And even if I didn't launch, it wouldn't matter. I could launch a new lead magnet. I could share a podcast episode. It does not matter what it is. But I reached out to her because I had this thing that I thought would help her. I was like, hey, you had this, you told me about this list building thing. I've got something I think is going to help you. It's a free webinar. Do you want to come? Yeah, of course. I'd love to come on that webinar, right? Because we're already engaged. I don't talk to her every day. I've probably had two conversations with her, but that is more than any other social media person on the internet that she follows, right? She's engaged with me in the chat. She becomes a monthly member, right? She upgrades to be an annual member a month later. And back in January, she just renewed to be a second to to her annual membership. And now she's been, she will be by the end of this year in the membership for two years. Now, a lot of people do not think engaged, like they're like, oh, but like, oh no, it just seems like it takes so much time. The ROI on focusing on relationship is where it's at. The ROI on your free content is not where it's at. If your content is not part of a bigger relationship system, it's not worth it. It's actually, you shouldn't even spend the time on it if you're not going to put the relationship into it. So consider where am I getting my content ideas? It should be from your following. So what do you have in place to like come up with content ideas? How are you like, do you, are you posting something that is, could nurture people specifically so that they feel seen and heard? Do you have invitations? Do you have some place where you can like watch who is engaged with you so you can invite them to things that they would be a good fit for? right? There's so many things we could do. And if we're putting our energy in those things versus what should I post today? Oh my God. Like I need to put my makeup, makeup on. Oh my God. Like, is this Canva graphic pretty? Like you are literally missing the entire point. So I feel like that's Mm -hmm. a long-winded strategy snack, but I hope it was delicious. No, it was so delicious. And I love what you said about content is about creating the relationship and not, you know, and I think such a good example of that, right? Is like when people are like, I don't know why, but anytime I post a picture of myself, it performs better than any of my other posts. And it's like, because it's like yes. the most relationship building thing, or at yeah. least it's a start of it. Um, and you know, I've been on the receiving end of the person who like, this has been more on Facebook, but like adds me as a friend and then sends me a DM right away. And then is like, would you like some tips about this? And then you see that they're like mm. launching next week. And I'm like, you can't convert me now. You yeah. like it takes time to nurture and build that relationship. So I'm like so on board with everything that you're saying. Um, okay, so you have this amazing membership program. You are teaching people how to be intentional and build these relationship systems so they can actually see an ROI on the effort that they put into social. Where else can people find you? How can people connect with you? I mean, I'm assuming Instagram, but anything else. <laughs> Yes, I'm super active on Instagram. My handle is Sophia Para. Um, oh my god, I'll gosh. link it in the show notes. Yes, you know I have so and I, like I might have to give you a few links for the show notes simply That's because great. we're in the middle of changing everything. So I'm like, oh crap, my links might all be different. I have if you're looking for like quick 
marketing, but like I said, I'm all about like these quick bites. Like, cause I have, I mean, I'm all about quick, meaningful bites. I'm not about hacks actually, just so we know the difference there. I'm not talking about hacks and tricks. I'm just talking about like meaningful, digestible things. I have a text list where I share like three a week. Um, I'll give you the phone number so that you can add it in your show notes. I unfortunately cannot, don't have a good enough memory to remember that. <laughs> um, I also have a, um, I have a, a podcast, Marketing Unfiltered. And actually, Frenchie is going to be on my podcast. So I'm really wait. excited to have you listen. Yes. <laughs> um, so Marketing Unfiltered, my pride and joy. I just love that thing. Um, we play drinking games. Well, not all the time, oh. but... <laughs> it's really a fun business podcast for sure. And, um, and then I also have 12 strategies to help you find and convert your next client using these relationship building systems. Um, I believe that is go to coach.club forward slash clients. Okay. Um, but double check the show notes just to make a hundred percent sure. Cause I'll definitely provide that link. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Well, Sophia, thank you so much for being here. To everyone listening, make sure you connect with Sophia, DM her. I'm sure she'll be happy to hear from you in the DMs. And if you have any questions about this episode, shoot me a note and we can get it answered. I will be back soon with another strategy snack. Bye, everyone. Bye.